afternoon. As we hear these readings today, the whole church throughout the world hears the same reading. So it's always a neat thing to know that everyone else is hearing the same scripture readings that we heard. And that the Lord is wanting to teach us something today. You know, when you come to Mass or when you come to church, it's important to be teachable. You know, that's why we have this time of the scripture reading, the liturgy of the word and the homily to kind of open up God's word. And hopefully we take something away with us out into the world. So behold, I'm doing something new. The Lord says at the end of our second reading in Revelations chapter 21, verse five, behold, I make all things new. He's making things new. You know, if you think about your life, how many of you want a new car or a new house? <laughs> or you want a new vibrance to your marriage or a new level of relationship with your parents or uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law, your children? You know, how many of you hope for something new for your son or daughter or your family or something new at work or a new toothbrush, whatever it be? Something new. You know, you think about being new, having something new. There, there are things we all want in our hearts. There's a desire we all have for the new. We're made for the new. You know, God didn't make us for the old. You know, the old man or the old leaven. He wants to give us a fresh new experience of His love every day. So it's important that we, again, enter the Mass, this prayer of the Mass, the perfect prayer of Jesus... You don't come to watch me. You come to participate in Jesus' prayer to the Father. The greatest prayer is the Mass because it's Jesus' prayer to the Father. He's lifting us up. And I lift up your hearts to the Lord. You know, we lift our hearts up to God at Mass. And when we do that, we begin to experience something new. You know, not just here at Mass, but when we go out into the world and you're driving around today or you're at home, whatever you're doing today, something new is going to happen. Every moment's a new moment. So God wants to unlock for each of us the secrets that He has to whisper to our hearts in each moment of every day. So we look today at... Our first reading, this is Acts of the Apostles, chapter 14. It says here that Paul and Barnabas are proclaiming the good news from city to city. They go to Lystria, Iconium, Antioch. They're in Pisidia, Pamphylia, Persia, um, and Italia. They're in all of these different cities. Why, why are they going from city to city to city to city? Why are they doing that? Because Paul and Barnabas and all of the apostles experienced something new. When you have something new, you like to share it, right? You know, you get a new car, you share it. You get a new house, you want to share it. You want to invite people over to see your new home. You get a new pair of shoes, a new dress, whatever, a new suit coat. Um, you have something new, you want to share it. You want others to see it. It's not a bad thing to want to show off some of the good things that God's given us. And so, the greatest thing new that we have today is this very moment, right now. God, in this very moment, is going to come down onto the altar, this Mass, and you're going to receive God into yourselves. So God has a new experience to give you. 
if you're willing to be teachable and open to the gift that he has to offer us. So Paul and Barnabas are going around sharing what's new. Jesus just rose from the dead. That's pretty new. No one has ever heard of anyone rising from the dead. We're still in our fifth, today's the fifth Sunday of Easter. We're still continuing our Easter celebration. So Jesus rose from the dead. Think about that. They saw him. And they are going around telling people about this man, Jesus, who was crucified and died on a cross and tortured and how we thought that he was done and that was it. And then we saw that three days later, these women tell us from our group that they saw him. And then eventually Jesus appears to the apostles. And then this is, again, a buzz and excitement in, in the apostles' lives. It's new. It gives them hope. Anytime we have something new, there's a new hope that comes with something new. So, when you receive an, a, a gift, something new, you have hope. It, it kind of sparks a, a glimmer of hope in you. It, it rises up hope within you. So new things bring hope. The Lord says, behold, I make all things new. He wants to make new your marriages. He wants to make new your relationships with your husband, your wife, your family, your children, your aunts, your uncles. He wants to make it new. He wants to make your heart new. He wants to make your mind new. He wants to give you, again, a fresh, new outlook on life. And that's why our first, second reading says, I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. John's having a vision. So the newness that you desire right now, the newness that you desire in your hearts, what do you want new? What do you want to be new in your lives right now? What is most important to you to become new and fresh and start over? What is it? John's having a vision. If you're not a people of vision, then you'll never expect anything new. And you'll never hope for anything new. So you have to be a vision, a person with a vision. Like the apostles had vision. They were bringing others into this new vision that God wants to give to His church. So each of you are called to listen. What's Jesus wanting to say to you about your life today? In Jeremiah chapter, I think it's 17 or 29. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 to 17. He says, Behold, I'm doing... What does he say? He says... uh, I ha- Behold the plans I have for you. Plans for your welfare, not for your woe. God has plans for our well-being, not for our woe. So here at Mass today, God's wanting to teach you and I to have His mind, His heart, His vision. What's your vision of your life right now? What is your hopes? Do you have any hopes? Do you have an idea of what God wants to do new for you today? You know, our psalm says, I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. So the apostles have this. They are walking from city to city to city, giving thanks and praise to God. Because God is doing something new in their lives. 
And so God's doing something new in my life. And is he doing something new in your life? And you might ask, well, how or what? Because, or, see, when you have something new, what? You want to share it, right? So what's God doing for you right now in this church? What are you hearing right now through what I'm saying, through the scriptures, through the mass? What are you hearing new that you haven't heard before? Or maybe what have you not heard in a long time that you might have forgot about? That God wants you to kind of rediscover and recapture that original vigor and zest in your life that you may be lost. And that's not going to happen unless you have a vision for your life. A vision of hope, of well-being. And that vision can never be unless Jesus is involved in the equation. Because ultimately, you and I run up against the wall of death. None and one, not one of us in here can solve the problem of death. Neither can anyone else in the world. There is no hope without Jesus. If he didn't rise from the dead, our faith is a waste in vain. It no, makes no sense. And so, involve Jesus in your vision. You're going to die. I'm going to die. We're going to die. But with Jesus, we don't just die. And doesn't your heart resonate with wanting to live forever? You know, people try, we try all kind of things. Scientists try all kind of things to make life longer, which isn't a bad thing. But bottom line is, you're never going to live forever on earth. And so there's a point where we have to come to terms with reality. My heart longs for a new body. Who wants a new body? Who wants... To look good. <laughs> Did you ever read that book, Heaven is for Real? One of the things in there is the little boy that, that died and saw heaven, the vision of heaven. One of the cool little stories in there is he saw his grandpa, but he never knew his grandpa. So he saw his pictures of his grandfather from his dad was showing him pictures of, of the family. And he didn't recognize his grandfather as an old man. But when his dad showed him a picture, and his dad didn't tell him who he was showing him. When his dad showed him the picture of his grandpa when he was like in his 30s, he's like, there's Papa. He's like, how do you know that? He goes, that's what I saw when I was in heaven. So God gives us our best. When we're with him, we'll be in our best. Perfect. Perfected. So today I'd like you to just think about these things. The apostles were excited to go out and and say something new. Go out today and share one thing new that you learned with somebody. And take that one thing you learned that's new here at Mass and, and just think about it, pray about it, chew on it. Meditate on it. Go into some silence and chew on it. What's the Lord trying to say to me today? And like John, let's be a people of vision, looking for a new heaven and a new earth. And the Lord says, I'll wipe away every tear from your eyes. There'll be no more death or mourning, welling or pain. The old order has passed away. So the Lord has a great plan for us. But we have to be willing to enter into it. And and the, the, the line that the apostles tell the churches, so 
I'm continuing to tell you what Paul and Barnabas told the churches. It's necessary to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. If you're going to enter the kingdom of God and live in the newness of the kingdom, you're going to enter some hardships. You're going to have to give up something to have something new. You've got to put down the old toothbrush to pick up the new one. You've got to put down the old shoes to pick up and put on the new ones. You've got to put away the old suit coat to put on the new one. You've got to get rid of the old car so you can get the new one. You've got to put off the old and put on the new. So you've got to give up what's old. See, if you don't believe there's a new promise, you're not going to give up your old ways. So if you and I are willing to let down the old, God will provide the new. But that's where your faith comes in. Because if you just rely on your reason, you'll never let go of the old. And you'll never step into the new life that God has for you and for me. You danced over me While I am unaware You sing all around But I never hear the sound How deep? How? 